The following is a Secure Foundation broadcast. If you do not have the proper security clearance to listen to this broadcast, please turn off your listening device now and turn yourself in to the police. Our personnel will take it from there. Commencing playback of deadly auditory cognito hazard in 3, 2, 1. Hello, and welcome to the Secure Contain Podcast, the show that explains and discusses every aspect of the SCP Foundation one topic at a time. I'm your co-host, David. And I'm your co-host, Soren. Oh, and that's me. Um, <laughs> and if you've gotten this far, you've survived a deadly auditory cognito hazard. I'm referencing the intro. Uh, but what does that mean? We're here to explain it. I'm doing it. I promised last week, and we didn't do it last week, but I'm doing it this week. <laughs> He actually was prepared this time. Yeah, else. I made a document. We have a document with definitions of words. Um, mm-hmm. So there I mean, are three main definitions of land. Should we just go straight into it? What? I didn't hear you, by the way. Yeah, sure. No, I said that's kind of usually what definitions are in of, of words. But yeah, yeah, we can just go ahead and start. <laughs> yeah. Um, you might have heard my keyboard there. I was turning that's up fine. my volume so I could hear mm-hmm. my co-host. Um, all right. There are three things that are under the scope of this episode. There are cognito hazards, which are something that pose a danger when sensed, which is like touched, smelt, uh-huh. tasted, um, heard, tasted. or seen. Mm-hmm. Those are the most common so ones, more, heard and seen. So more, more physical then, yeah. I guess. Um, mimetic okay. is infectious information, which is knowledge that triggers anomalous behavior effects. Basically, if you know it, something happens. Cognito hazard is something that poses a danger when sensed. So basically, like, cognito hazard could just be, like, something that, like, if you touched it, your brain would stop working, but not because, like, it hurt a lot type of thing. Okay. It would it would affect your mind in a way that is not normal. But memetics are information specifically, which whether so that's, like, an image or a sound clip or a string of letters and numbers, that type mm-hmm. of thing, um, that triggers anomalous behavior or effects, which means that all memetic agents are cognito hazards. And then info hazards are something that are triggered simply if you know about it. So basically, if you know it exists, you're under its influence already type of thing. Like 055, if you know it exists, it infohazardously removes itself from your mind, I guess, mm. is the word. Yeah, I think I think I saw a trailer for a movie once of, like, basically, like, once you watch the video, it's, it's there. So, like, you know about it. Um, so, like, even knowing about it is dangerous enough to fuck you over i guess it's the ring probably i don't i it was probably the ring (laughs) yeah yeah i I haven't seen that so i wouldn't know um but i feel like it was but it also wasn't but i don't know whatever yeah something like that um but there's a big old page there's a big old block of text and if you don't like reading text that's why we're here to read the text (laughs) for you to your ears in our voices anyway um understanding <laughs> medics rated plus 194 on the forum page uh it at the top summarizes itself 
for those in a hurry, and we're going to start with that. Um, summary for those in a hurry. Memetics deal with information transfer, specifically cultural information in society. The basic idea is to conflate the exchange of information between people with genetic material to track the mutation of ideas as they are transmitted from one person to the next in a way you could track viral transmissions and mutations. However, a meme also provides benefits to the carrier if they spread it. Meme to memetics as gene is to genetics. Okay. So, similar things. Memetics does not refer to telepathy... The... Memetics does not refer to telepathy, ESP, or any imaginary psychic mental magic. These words are memetic, and if you understand them, then they are having a complex, ordinary memetic effect on you. Basically, they are in your mind, and you know about them, and that's memetic. It's just an idea. It's something. But in the sense of the foundation, most of the time when you see memetic, it means it it does something it's not supposed to be able to do. Um... Memetics in regards to SCP objects tend to focus on the impossible rather than the mundane, like I said, regarding effects that are transmitted via information. In general, the effects themselves should remain in the realm of information. A memetic SCP would be more likely to be a phrase that makes you think you have wings as opposed to a phrase that makes you actually grow a pair of wings. If you write up magic words that make people grow wings, it should be described as something other than memetic. Memetic SCPs do not emanate auras or project beams. They are SCPs which involve ideas and symbols which trigger a response in those who understand them. So if you see, like, there's a memetic string of text. If you don't know the language it's in, it wouldn't affect you. Oh, okay. Usually. So it, unless yeah, the, unless it's, it's the shape of the letters <laughs> type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... Okay, yeah, so it's, it kind of almost is like a, a language thing that, like, makes you think stuff. If you don't know it, then you won't get it. But if you do, it'll make you imagine or think something's happening. Yeah. Or it'll okay. make your brain not work as well. Um, right. <laughs> Memetics. Okay, now well. we're on to the main page, which is just kind of that, but longer and more detailed. Memetics <laughs> is not a thing that emanates in an aura in big red text. Um, then on to the main thing. Memetics is often incorrectly used by new personnel as the official sounding term for weird mind shit. However, that is not actually what memetic means. These words are memetic. They are producing a memetic effect in your mind right now without any magical mind rays lashing out of your computer monitor to, to grasp your fragile consciousness. What Memes if I'm are using inf- my phone, though? Hmm? Yeah. So what if I'm using my phone, though? Oh, oh no. It, mm-hmm. it, it's technically a computer monitor. Yeah, true. Memes are information, more specifically, cultural information, and I know that for a while everyone's going <laughs> to whiplash yeah. every time I say memes because I well, do. It's, it's, it's funny because the, like, the definition in here, memes are information, more specifically cultural information, has actually become like more true outside of SCP culture. I mean, culture that is the word well. for it. It's yeah. just being used in a different context. Like That's what the word meant and has meant. Yeah. Mean. I can't talk. Um... <laughs> Outside of the Foundation's walls, the concept of memetics is not taken very seriously. It is a theory that conflates the transfer of cultural information with evolutionary biology. Meme is to memetic as gene is to genetic. A meme is something that you study in memetics. Gene is something that you study in genetics. You know, all that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That. The idea was that certain memes prosper and others wither the same way certain genes produce stronger offspring that outcompete creatures with with different genes. Also, it is easy to compare the spread and mutation of information to the spread of a virus. The reason we use the term memetic in our work is largely due to this, as the true dangerous memes out there can spread like wildfire due to the fact that the very knowledge of them can count as an infection. So have you ever, like, seen a meme, then you see it later and it's different? 
but it's the same thing but different <laughs> slightly edited but like the same premise of the concept like maybe it's deep fried or something that's evolution yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> that's how we got here that's how we got to where we are today uh random surreal humor instead of advice animals with impact text yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah random deep fried thanos with his balls out you know that kind of stuff because you know that's it's funny I'm, I'm, I'm telling you it's funny you need to laugh mm. all right i swear Understanding the true nature of memetic threats is critical to surviving them. You cannot wear a special set of magical goggles made of telekill to protect yourself from a meme. The goggles do nothing. If you just read those <laughs> words in your head with a bad Teutonic accent, congratulations on being victim to yet another memetic effect. You, if you did not know that phrase was an oft-repeated quote from The Simpsons, then congratulations. You are now infected with that knowledge and are free to participate in its spread. Dang. That's sad. Um... A meme perpetuates itself by being beneficial to the carrier to spread to new hosts. You now understand that the goggles do nothing. You're in on the joke. However, you might have friends who aren't and don't get it. It benefits you to explain them because then you both have something new to laugh together about when it gets brought up. That is what makes a meme effective, how much incentive a carrier has to spread it. Unless an anomalous meme's effect is is the compulsive urge for the carrier to infect others, there needs to be incentive to spread it. Yeah, this is really sounding more and more familiar <laughs> as we read on. It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that bit. Um, <laughs> an artifact can have no... Can, uh, an artifact can no more have a memetic aura or protect, project a memetic beam than a creature could have a genetic aura or genetic beam. Even though you can imagine a creature with genes that allow it to produce some kind of aura or a beam like a big doofy X-Man... Remember that the examples that we have of such creatures in containment are not getting their superpowered emanations from anything resembling our scientific understanding of genetics and biology. Neither are the memetic artifacts. We contain these things specifically because we cannot understand or explain them yet. At the end of the day, we're still using clumsy concepts to describe things we don't have a full grasp of. Okay. We don't understand them. That's why they're contained. That's why there's a page on them. That's why this exists. Mm-hmm. And end up my chair sounds there. Um, <laughs> it is very rare that anything with a dangerous memetic component could be described as hostile to begin with. We do not contain memetic threats because they are out to get us. They are threats because it is dangerous for dangerous for us to merely perceive them. It is exceptionally rare for dangerous memes to even have anything resembling sapience, with the exception of certain known entities which exist entirely within the medium of cultural information, such as SCP blank 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 blank. SCP-732 and SCP-423. A dangerous meme is basically a trigger that sets off something inside of you that you may or may not have been aware of. How? What would your knee-jerk reaction be to knowing that your rival is sleeping with your one true love? How would you react oh, no. if you were to unwittingly catch them in the act? Oh no. That, cut, that kind of sudden revelation can make a mild-mannered citizen into a killer, so don't be surprised that there are other strange bits of information out there that can break the human mind in different yet equally drastic ways. Okay. Protecting yourself from a medic threat is very tricky and can be worse than the threat itself. There are reasons we be- that we behave the way we do. There are reasons our emotions soar when we hear just the right combination of sounds in a piece of music. Do you want to stop thinking about The Simpsons or are your obnox- or your obnoxious nerdy friends that quote it every time you hear the phrase, The goggles do nothing! That would require forgetting about The Simpsons and your friends. You don't want to forget about The Simpsons. Because, you know, 
Fuck your friends. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to survive hearing or reading the phrase, uh, it's censored, obviously? Well, sadly, we don't quite know what other information you need to forget or know to prevent data expunged, but we're getting better. Lobotomies and pills help, and they are one, and are one of the few times that the cure is not worse than the, the disease. The sum total <laughs> of our human condition, our cultural knowledge and upbringing and memories and identity, this is what makes us susceptible to the occasional mimetic compulsion. <laughs> You could probably neutralize things by forgetting very specific things, but you don't know what those things you need to forget are. So, so it's, and you also don't know if you want to, like, just because it could like be more dangerous than actually forgetting the thing. Yeah, it could be forgetting how to breathe. Um, oh, that's fun. So it's not the basalt <laughs> monolith. What? I wish I could do that. <laughs> so it's not the basalt monolith or its bizarre carvings that is making you strangle your companions with your own intestines. The problem was within you all along. Hmm. Should you ever find yourself under a, memetic, um, under a memetic compulsion and aware of the fact, remember that there are certain mental exercises that you can perform which may save your life or the lives of your companions. Changing the information your mind is being presented with may just how change how you react to it. And the more abrupt or absurd the changes, the better. Imagine the fearsome entity is wearing a bright pink, bright pink <laughs> nightgown. Draw a mustache on the haunted painting. Pee on the stone altar. Wear the terrible sculpture like a hat. And if all walls fails, bend over and kiss your ass goodbye. I'm not kidding. That could actually help. Dr. Joanne Sorts received a special dispension to use the word doofy in this document. Then the bottom. Okay. But seriously, this was originally intended as a piece of fiction on its own before it got stuck into the information bar with plenty of other plainly out-of-character writing guides. So here's the important thing to take away. One, memetics is a specific concept regarding information exchange. It has nothing to do with telepathy or ESP or psychic compulsions. Two, SCP-148 has no effect on anything memetic. Don't screw this up or we will give you an incredibly hard time about it. SCP-148 is, of course... Oh, telekill alloy. The, the good one. The thing that is helpful. Okay. I think... I think that's what that is. Um, three, <laughs> psychic compulsions are lame, and you should think twice before using them in your SC in your new SCP. Even if you avoid misusing the term memetic when you do use it, when you do it. Four, sorts rule for all memetic SCPs is memetic effect plus crazy to death equals failure, which is something. Five is a reference to a thing that I don't know what it is. Uh, it, I clicked on it. It's a comic. Um, it is a comic. I don't know what the comic is. Oh, uh, it looks like these guys are um, uh, doing some kind of surgery or whatever on an alien, and then they're not really sure what to do, and so they just said wear it like a hat. Uh, oh, jeez. And that's that's fun. It's <laughs> guys mentioned like a spine or whatever. Eh, just wears a hat. Wear it like a hat. Um, <laughs> all right. So now we're gonna show some examples of medic and info hazardous things. The first one is some you may, some of you may recognize, not from uh, the number, not probably from the article either, but you may recognize it if you're fans of a certain group of interests that we will be covering once we start doing group of interests, um, by the images contained within this document. So we're going to open up SCP-3078 and look at it. This is one of... This is one of my favorite SCPs, and I can say that for a lot of them, because there's lots of SCPs, so I'm allowed to have a lot of favorites, okay? 
<laughs> Don't call me out. I'm I I'm looking at the um the, the pictures. Yes. And I forget what is um what's that one comic that there's that one artist. You okay. For real quick, if you're listening, go to SCP three oh seven eight and look at the pictures. Oh, um, no. I'm gonna try and find the comic that I'm thinking about because uh, I I don't know what it's called, but like I, it, it right. is the punchline is always oh no, and that's I feel like if you know the comic that's that's all you, the information you need for that. I'm gonna try and look look at that. You can continue on. Yeah, I'll read the article. <laughs> so if I just if I out. randomly shout out, I found it. You know you know what I'm talking yep. about. All right, um, okay, special containment procedures. Uh, the class is neutralized, by the way. Um, oh. Special containment procedures. As of, as all known, SCP-3078 instances have been neutralized, and long-term containment of SCP-3078 is not possible. Only preventative measures are me- measures. Only preventative measures <laughs> are currently in place. Foundation web crawlers have to scan the internet for criteria indicating possible SCP-3078 manifestations. Upon detection, Foundation hackers will attempt to remove all instances as fast as possible. Sonic speed, super fast. Um, no testing is to be performed at this time. <laughs> uh, so I, I did find it. <laughs> it's uh, by the artist Alex Norris, um, and he he makes the comic uh, called uh, Web Comic Name, um, and the punchline <laughs> is always just "Oh no." Um, if you want to look him up on Twitter, he's uh, Doris M Comics. Uh, two two R's, two C's in the comics. Um, it's it just look through them. It, they're funny, <laughs> and that that's kind of what the pictures remind me of. Um, so yeah, you can continue. <laughs> All right. That. Description: SCP-3078 designates one or more self-replicating cognitohazardous digital images. There's that word again. When a human being views an instance of SCP-3078, subjects will feel an intense compulsion to laugh for an indefinite amount of time. Subjects will not be able to inhale during this period, and effective subjects have expired due to suffocation in all cases. After expirations, hmm. face muscles will still retain a smile, and run- lungs will still move as if expelling air in short, quick bursts. Once every hour, all SCP-3078 instances will duplicate by undergoing an scp 3078 event, which is described below. Deleting the data of the instance from the web server it is stored on will neutralize the instance and cease its anomalous properties. Digital and physical copies of the form in, in any, of any form of instances will not display any anomalous effects. After initial manifestation, the appearance of all images was, was reported to change six times prior to total neutralization. All iterations of SCP-3078 can be found below. Uh, I'll read those in a second once I read the discovery log and the countered events. First, countered events. They will occur once every hour, granted there is at least one active instance in existence. For every instance in existence, one profile or user account will be created on a random public forum or social media platform capable of hosting images for others to view. Footnote 1. IP tracing of these accounts yields a different non-existent IP address every time. Account usernames are always random combinations of the numbers 69 and 420. Each account will post one instance of SCP-3078. If tags, hashtags can be applied to the post. The phrase is 420, don't do weed, and meme will be used. By the way, <laughs> this is... I, I'm i pretty sure this is the SCP that kind of named Gamers Against Weed. <laughs> oh no. Whether in canon or legitimately this was the first one and they decided to name a group of interest after it, which, by the way, that group of interest is one of my favorites. Discovery mm-hmm. log. 
The first documented instance of SCP-3078 was posted to imgur.com on 2-3-2017, the 3rd of February, 2017. I'm guessing that's when this article was written. Since the spread of SCP-3078 is superficially similar to the spread of non-anomalous viral images, SCP-3078 did not trigger Foundation Cognitohazard Detection Software for 15 hours. Approximately mm. two hours after eventual detection, it was classified as Keter, and it, containment efforts began. Uh, at that time, they numbered 131,072. Uh, and reminder, anyone who sees this will laugh until they suffocate and die. <laughs> As Foundation personnel could not reasonably remove all images covertly before the next SCP-3078 countered event, <coughs> intrusive hacking methods were approved. Shortly after, amnestics were deployed where appropriate, and Foundation disinformation campaigned approved the deaths, uh, attributed deaths to gas leaks and suicides. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Neutralization of all instances was achieved on uh, February 4th, 2017. Casualties currently measure 3,576 civilians and two Foundation personnel. <laughs> and now we get on to the iterations. All right, so it's, a, so it's a badly drawn face, obviously drawn with a square brush and MS Paint, with the text Ono oh stretched out over it, and also it's compressed down to the bottom of the image. And then at the top, in Ariel, it says, When you inhale the Devil's Mary Jane smoke. So it says Ono, oh and then the face. That was the first one. And then one hour, 31 minutes, every single one of them changed, the text changed to say, I'm so sorry. Also with the oh no face. Yeah. These uh, are all. Three yeah, hours, 16 minutes after, it says, I didn't mean to hurt anyone. I really didn't. I just forgot to make it so where they can breathe. If you're reading this, please, you government guys have to stop it. You you guys can do it, right? Please. <laughs> um, six hours, 23 minutes, it says, I just thought it was funny. I was just supposed to be a stupid joke. I thought they would let me into the chat room. Fee, I made a good meme uh, or something, and I can't story hop, and I can't stop. I, 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 I crying. <laughs> that was a good summary of that reading. Um, seven hours, 42 minutes. Just give me a sec. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, seven hours forty-two minutes from initial manifestation. It says, "I am shaking so bad. Please, I can't even type right now. Just fix it. I'm so sorry, T." Um, it's just <laughs> badly written. And then the last one. Uh, thirteen hours fifty-six minutes, which I believe is right around when they contained it. It says, "All my friends are dead, and they're still laughing." And then just still the oh no face. <laughs> so this one's like a thing. This was a person trying to get into the Gamers Against Weed chat room by creating a funny meme that everyone literally laughs at, but they forgot to make it so where people can breathe. <laughs> so this is like... Oh. Also, <laughs> my favorite thing to do is go into an SCP community and post the first image. Yeah, just when you inhale the devil's Mary Jane smoke. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> So that's a cognitive hazard. It's also memetic, uh, as in it spreads. Uh, people spread it like a meme, although, mm -hmm. um, it's, although it's artific it's actually it's artificially spread like a meme. It, it's not memetic. It, it it is spread as if it is memetic, but they're all fake accounts. Um, but it is a cognitive uh, hazard. It definitely poses a danger when you sense it. Oh, that's bad. All right, our next one is um one that i i don't know if i've read the whole thing do you want to read it or should i uh what three one one six yes yeah i'll go ahead and read it all right okay yeah so our, our next one uh is uh scp three one one uh six i read that really weird i don't really know why um but uh, the object class is uh euclid um special consent uh, i'm having a 
it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> okay, for special containment procedures, um, yeah, I, I will. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, web crawler logout 3F3116 is set to search the internet for references to 3116 primary anomalous property, as well as reports of hallucinations or somnub, som, somnambulism, that's a word, consistent with 3116A. Personnel will then isolate the affected accounts, determine all senders and recipients of SAP-31162 slash from that account, and then amnesticize the account operators as necessary. Servers of affected internet services, as well as all computers that may contain, that may contain SCP-3116, should be searched manually for SCP-3116. 3116 should then be deleted. Uh, by the way, I, the somnambulism is sleepwalking. Oh, uh, okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, that why did that would have been so much easier. Um, <laughs> it's less foundationy. Yeah, but it's more Englishy. <laughs> And understandably, um, so you know Easier that helps. <clears throat> yeah, Ibly. <laughs> uh, a transcription of SCP-3116 itself is attached to this document and can be accessed by personnel with clearance uh, 3-3116, insufficient clearance or higher. In emergency situations, MTF Omicron-12 uh, hyperlinked nine-tailed docs is authorized to use SCP-2726 to temporarily disable hostile actors operating over the internet. Uh, it's I looked at uh, nine-tailed docs, and the, the first thing is just like a, a white dude with a um, random black bar over his eyes. So that's that's fun. Um, in these situations, SCP-3116 should be accompanied by an appropriate anti-meme to prevent further spread of SCP-3116. Um, for the description, 3116 is a 70-character alphanumeric string with no apparent linguistic content. When set as a private direct message to an account on an internet service, the recipient will be forcibly logged out and their connection to the service in question terminated. Any individuals actively monitoring this event will experience a uh, myoclonic yeah, myoclonic jerk, footnote one, um, which says, comparable to a hypnic jerk, save for the fact that it occurs while awake. Um, and the brief sensation of falling as it occurs. No unusual physical or psychological changes have been observed in, in individuals who receive SCP-3116. Repeated manual transmission of SCP-3116 can cause a condition designated 3116-A, and some subjects characterized by chromic somnobulism, I think I butchered that again, but whatever, an occasional hallucination... Yeah, and chronic by chronic sleepwalking. During the REM phase, or during the, sorry, during the REM phase of sleep, individuals subject to SCP-3116-A will attempt to access one or more internet services that they can regularly use. Footnote 2, saying this symptom is absent in subjects who do not regularly use internet services uh, and operate them as normal. While subjects display limited awareness of content they access during the state, their ability to interpret and respond to this content in a normal fashion is greatly diminished, resulting in unusual behavior. Those subject to 3116-A will, at a rate of about once per day, visually and orally hallucinate texturally described events as occurring to them or in their immediate vicinity, footnote 3, uh, saying, for example, a subject reading a review of Star Wars The Force Awakens briefly perceived themselves in the role of the character Kylo Ren during a cinematic lightsaber duel. Or climatic. Cli climactic. I don't know why I said cinematic. Um, these hallucinations last for 5 to 30 seconds and are distinguishable from reality only by contextual information, typically their sudden occurrence and non-sequitur nature. 
While no treatment for 3116-A has been identified, symptoms wear off after about two to three weeks, so long as the subject does not transmit SCP-3116. Even a single SCP-3116 transmission can cause an immediate relapse into previously cured subjects. Altistic search algorithms ignore SCP-3116's presence, negating attempts to automatically detect it or prevent its spread. Uh, for recovery, um, <laughs> it says uh, SCP-3116 was first found circulating on the internet in June of 2016, by which point an estimated 8,500 accounts had either sent or received 3116. Initial containment efforts were hindered by SCP-3116 immunity to automated identification and removal, mandating manual identification, interviewing, and amnesticization of all uh, affected subjects. Consequently, the population affected 3116 by 3116 expanded by an additional about uh, 2,500 individuals before growth could be halted. Due to similarities between SCP-3116 invisibility to search algorithms and that exhibited by SCP-2726, a connection to Gamers Against Weed was hypothesized early on, which you know we mentioned earlier, and was used to guide early stage searches for affected subjects. Well, this link has not been uh, pre- Proven conclusively, chat logs uploaded anonymously to a file sharing site on twenty six on uh sorry September fifteenth, twenty sixteen, suggests that it was originally produced by the user GayCopMP4 and distributed among uh, members of the group. The aforementioned documents are reproduced below with an additional formatting applied for readability. Note that the veracity of the, these documents cannot be verified and they may or may not contain factual information. All right. I'll be gay cop MP4. You be uh, <laughs> communism, anarchism, nihilism. I'll, okay, I'll be Bones as well if you want. Uh, okay. yeah, Bones is like the moderator of the person and um, of the group supposedly. And there's a theory that one of the SCPs that um is like an alien creature, I think in Ju- uh, orbiting Jupiter, uh, that have access to the internet for some reason. One of them is really into Homestuck. Uh, that's just canon. And the other <laughs> is theorized to be Bones, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Also, Bones' pronouns are it. Um, Good to know. Okay, you want right. to go ahead? Hey, bro, check this out. Uh, SCP-3116 removed. I'm just going to say SCP removed from now on. Okay. Communism, anarchism, nihilism locked out. Success. Co- communism, anarchism. I'm going to call him communist. Communist logged in. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> It's a thing you can send to people and make them log out. Happy birthday. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, thank you very much. I mean, I made this like three months ago, and then I forgot about it until the time you mentioned that one podcast. Hey, it's my birthday. At least let me feel special, lol. No. Also, make sure not to use it for evil or anything. Loud and clear, SCP removed. Gay cop MP4 logged out. Gay cop MP4 logged in. Why you little? SCP removed. <laughs> Communist logged out. Communist logged in. SCP-3116 removed. Gay cop logged out. Gay cop locked in. SCP removed. Communist logged out. Communist logged in. Uh, SCP removed. Uh, gay, gay cop logged out. Gay cop logged in. SCP removed. Com- communist logged out. Communist logged in. Redacted for brevity. Which just means that this kept going for a while. It kept going on for a while. It's just super long. Which means that these are probably both subject to that one condition of waking up and doing random things on the internet. Okay. Bones. Mm. Uh, Bones, are you busy right now? Yeah, on life. Sorry, I completely misread your message. You're forgiven. I'm not busy. Several users has if have issued complaints regarding your forcible log-off trick. Just tell them to stop sending it. Like, seriously, you have my blessing. It's getting annoying. I did, and they, com- and they claim that they're attempting to comply. What? 
Apparently, some of the repeated users of this trick have been joining the chat in their sleep. In addition to the expected unusual behavior, some have continued to sim a trick while in this state. Is that why Harmpit spent an hour last night talking about Twinkies? <laughs> no, he later attributed he later attributed that to an edible. You may recall Good Post Kitty uh, logging on uh, logging in on Thursday evening during the H debacle. That was her sleep chatting. Did I wonder why she was suddenly hoarding on main? <laughs> Regardless, this has only affected members who have used the trick on multiple occasions. Some have also reported hallucinations. Do you have any idea what might be happening here? Hey, I have no idea, okay. I promise not to say this, but lesbian Gengar helped me with the sleep jerk thing. I don't think she knew what I was going to use it for because I wanted it to be a surprise, so don't blame her too bad. Understood. Thanks for your help. And then removed for privacy. Thanks a fucking lot. And then there's a footnote four, which says this censorship is present is present in the original documentation was not added by the foundation. Same applies to all further censorship in the document, except for that of SCP-3116 itself. You're welcome for whatever that is. Uh, removed. I proposed to my girlfriend over Skype while I was sleepwalking because of your stupid logout thing. While you silly Skype. <laughs> SCP removed. Gay cop logged out. Gay cop locked in uncalled for i had everything planned out dinner at restaurant removed the expensive wine and all that then we float up to the ceiling and the chandelier explodes into fireworks chandelier and then everyone at the restaurant does a dance party i forgot how weird your shit is <laughs> so let me copy and paste how i actually proposed my girlfriend thanks to you messing with my head grace we have to get married or i'm gonna shit and then it's just laugh just a lot mm -hmm. of key smash laughing but not key smash yeah. it's just h yeah. and a a lot uh, fuck you. This is the best thing I've seen all day. Except <laughs> spells really wrong. You ruined my fucking proposal. Maybe you shouldn't be making people log off so much. It's rude. <laughs> this isn't exactly a foreseeable proportion, proportionate retribution, you douche. It really has anything to do with anything. It makes perfect sense, actually. Enlighten me. Me and Esther asked, hashed it out yesterday. It's all about com conservation, right? If someone logs off before they normally would, that unspent logged onness has to go somewhere. That's usually the void, so no one cares. But because the sleep twitch thing gives gives it an inroad to your brain, it makes you log on. And you're so logged in that it makes things you see online look real. This is stupid. Yeah, Alameda, it is like that sometimes. Are you or are you not fucking with me right now? I am fucking with you right now. Real talk, I have no idea why it does that. Can you stop fucking around for once in your life? You owe me an apology. If I don't apologize, are you going to... Hey! <laughs> SCP removed. Gay cop logged out. Gay cop logged out. And then, uh, yeah, underneath it says, and then like two later, two days later, I felt bad and apologized and tried to fix it. Uh, I, ESP. Um, oh, tried to fix it, especially once I found out it was going viral. Turns out the weird shit goes away if you stop sending the message for a while. Might be LMAO. Have fun cleaning up. P.S. She said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't have to shit then. That's good. <laughs> Dang it. All right. That's a good example <laughs> of a memetic cognitive hazard because it spreads because people uh, like to use it to log other people off when they're angry. <laughs> it's kind of a dick mood, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I don't feel like dealing with your shit. Goodbye. Yeah. All the Gamers Against Weeds chats are either IRC chats or Discords, by the way, probably. We, there's no actual canon for that, but that's just what I like. This is, I, I want to read this one. Okay. This one. This one's an info hazard, not a cognito hazard. It's not dangerous, but knowing about it makes you do the thing. It Good is SCP-426. It is Euclid, Special Containment Procedures. I am to be sealed in a chamber with no windows through which I may be viewed. 
The door to my chamber must have a label completely unrelated to my designation or identity in order to prevent unintended spread of my primary, effe- of my primary effect. Only level 3 and above personnel are to know of my presence, and particularly of my properties. Assigned personnel are to be rotated out on a monthly basis to prevent contamination by my secondary effect. Psychiatric evaluation is mandatory at the end of the month. If personnel are deemed unaffected, they may be reassigned to me no less than four months after their last rotation than me. With me. Any affected personnel to be given a Class C amnestic and transferred to a different site will cover amnestics afterward. Uh, in a bit. I forgot to put them in the document, but we're putting them. Description. Hello! I am SCP-426. I must be introduced this way in order to prevent ambiguity. I am an ordinary toaster able to toast bread when supplied with electricity. However, when any human being mentions me, they inadvertently refer to me in the first person. Despite all attempts, there is yet to be a way to speak or write about me in the third person. While in my continuous presence for over two months, individuals begin to identify themselves as a toaster. Unless forcibly restrained, (laughs) these people will ultimately harm themselves in their attempts to emulate my standard functions. I was discovered in the home of the blank uh, uh, family after the gruesome deaths of three of its members. I had been given to the younger Mr. and Mrs. Blank as a wedding gift. No card or any other identifying markings have been found on my box. Approximately two months after the family received me, fire crews were dispatched to the home due to an electrical fire. The younger Mrs. Blank died from the electric discharge that she had caused when attempting to devour an electric socket. The other two victims had died shortly before the fire occurred. The elder Mrs. Blank had gorged herself with nearly 10 kilograms of of bread before her stomach burst and she died of internal bleeding. The younger Mr. Blank died of severe blood loss after attempting redacted with me. The sole survivor was the elder Mr. Blank, who was suffering from severe malnutrition. He stated that he inserted some bread a week prior and a week prior and was still waiting for the toast to pop out. I was confiscated by the foundation after police noted my unusual properties. A class C amnestic was administered to the effective officers. The Brave Little Toaster is my favorite movie. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Experiment log four six two one. Date blank. Subject, D-Class Personnel, D-462-1. Procedure, uh, D-Class was asked to describe what he believed was contained in my chamber. He was not t- informed about my identity or properties. D stated, I'm probably some huge monster holed up in there. That's what you guys have all over the place, right? Uh, D-Class remained oblivious to his use of the first-person pronoun. Experiment log 2, D-Class Personnel, D-Class slash 2. D slash 2 was placed in my chamber and given lane- regular meals through a dispenser. No communication was permitted. Multiple cameras were situated in the chamber, positioned so that I was outside their field of view, but allowing constant observation. We remained sealed un- We remained sealed until my secondary effect manifested in the subject. I was bolted to the floor so that I could not be moved into a camera's view. After 45 days of isolation, blank, uh, D wrapped his arms around me and began conversing with me, stating that we were brothers. Uh, never de- deviated from using the first-person pronoun was speaking with me. Subject was terminated one hour after the event. It is theorized that the isolation accelerated the progression of my secondary effect. Oh. Number three. D-class personnel, D-slash-426-3. Uh, a screw was removed from me and shown to D- D3, who was asked to describe it. D3 was not informed about my identity or properties. D3 referred to it as my screw. Consistent with experiment uh, one, the subject was oblivious of his use of the first person in his descriptions. This suggests that, even if I were destroyed, my effects would still be inherent in my remains. D-Class Personnel, D-Slash-4. D-Slash-4 was placed in isolation in a cell adjacent to my chamber to be observed until a secondary effect manifests. No effects appeared. D-4 was terminated 90 days after the start of the experiment. Thank God there are some limits to my effects. A lot of us were really starting to get worried about me. Dr. C-Blank. <laughs> Whoops. 
there's one thing that um, it's in the 914 test log, which we should spend some time reading sometime because it's really, really good. But uh, what it is is it's uh, input on one to one my screw output your screw. Mm. So it just changes to second person. It okay. changes to communism. I, I, I've noticed on a lot of like these, uh, on a lot of the SCP articles, like it goes through all this. It goes to the the primary article, right? And it's like kind of like a little happy go lucky thing. Like in this case, it's a, a toaster that like slowly goes people makes people go insane. And then they add these like little notes from doctors at the bottom, and it's just like it's really ominous and like actually kind of scary <laughs> if you look at it. Like given the context of the rest of the article, like this one is like a lot of us are really starting to get worried about me. Like okay, uh, let's go. <laughs> yep. All right. Mm. So, um... And next we have uh, amnestics, Which are kind of simple, and I don't think the classes actually have any defined thing. I'm going to type real quick, so I'm going to go silent. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm not going to disappear for a bit. I'm going to be here with you for the mid-roll. Um, thanks for listening again to episode four of the Cognito Hazard episode. I did it. I said I would last week, but I did this week. Sorry it was a little bit late. Um, but uh, this is just a... Another reminder that if you want to support us, we have a Patreon, which is going to be revamped soon to possibly include things like bonus episodes or early releases if I um, ever get them edited and not immediately release them. And um, things like that, maybe cuts, who knows. Um, uh, that's patreon.com slash scpodcast. Our Twitter is at scpodcastshow. That's a really good way to get in touch with us. Um, probably one of the best. Aside from the Discord, which is uh, discord.gg slash swcbjv7. That's also on our Twitter. Um, the S and B are capital. If you need it again, that's capital S, W, C, capital B, J, V, 7. Um, this is going to be a really quick intro because I did find an amnestics guide, and you're going to get to hear some of that. Um, thanks to Kevin MacLeod for providing our music under the title Twisting. And other than that, I think that's just about it. Uh, next week should be end of the world scenarios and MTFs, and we might be we might have another thing that we um, put in there if there's a smaller topic that we need to find a spot to put in the little intro section. After that, it'll be tales, which will be mostly readings, and then um, that after that we'll do at least one episode of what is SCP zero zero one, which is going to be a very fun thing because those are very good. Um. That's about it for now. See you next week. There is an amnestics guide. It's uh, the updated amnestics guide. Amnestics are basically things that uh, they make you forget. So, the updated amnestics guide. Proposal for the classification of synthetic, non-anomalous amnestic agents. Forward. Both the Foundation and its predecessor organizations have relied on memory-affecting agents in order to expunge sensitive data from the minds of unauthorized individuals. Though we have generally classified such agents under the umbrella term amnestics, and less accurately, amnesiacs, that's basically saying that some people wrote amnesiacs instead, um, we have, in fact, used a wide variety of different agents to accomplish this task. Many of our commonly used amnestics are, are themselves anomalous, either in origin or mechanism. The fact that amnestics are frequently anomalies themselves effectively renders them Thaumiel-class SCPs, recklessly handed out to any MTF field agent or researcher who wants them. Furthermore, the collection of these amnestics are often either fraught with danger or otherwise eth ethically problematic. Those are all hyperlinks to things, probably. Uh, to SCPs. Mm -hmm. Ooh, one was just straight 3,000, which is 
I don't remember what it is. Uh, we'll get to them in due time, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Fortunately, neuroscience has advanced significantly since the foundation was founded, and we have now the mean we now have the means to mass produce non-anomalous amnestic drugs. In addition to them being wholly oh. anomal, not what? I said oh. In addition to them to being wholly non-anomalous, the next generation of amnestic drugs is expe- is expected to be more cost-effective for the foundation and boast a better safety profile for their subjects. These drugs function primarily by inducing memory deconsolidation, breaking down the neural pathways responsible for encoding episodic memories. The drugs themselves are encased within specially designed nanoparticles, allowing for the targeting of specific areas of the brain, drastically reducing the amount of drug required, as well as side effects. The O5 Council is currently reviewing proposals to gradually phase out the use of traditional amnestics and replace it with non-anomalous alternatives. In order to facilitate this transition among Foundation personnel, we submit the following revisions to the current amnestics classification system. Please note that all classes are now available in oral, inhalant, and intravenous forms for the convenience of officers, and still retain the taste of batteries and peppermint that none of us remembers but always find familiar. Alright, so there's, um... Jeez, there's a lot of classes. So it goes, uh, A through (laughs) H, A through I... And then W slash Z. Um, okay. We're going to read all these, and then we might do a reading of an SCP. I'm not sure. We might have time. A. Class A. General retrograde for erasing recent and or specific episodic memories. While they will technically deconsolidate memories at random, they will mostly affect engrams within the memory reconsolidation window of five to six hours, as these are the memories that will be at the forefront of the subject's mind. This is especially true for highly unique episodic memories, such as encounters with anomalous phenomena. While these will be most effective after initial exposure, it is possible to reopen a memory reconsolidation window, allowing for amnestic officers to trigger and erase specific memories long after their initial formation. B. Regressive retrograde for the incremental erasure of recent memories. Start they uh, Class B amnestics start by deconsolidating the most recently formed memories first and then working their way backwards. The extent of the memory erasure is dependent on dosage, with a 75mg result uh, dose resulting in approximately 24 hours of memory loss on average. These are ideal for erasing recent memories older than 6 hours without having to trigger specific memories. Class C, targeted retrograde. For the removal of specific memories from any point in a subject's life. Mm. Class C amnestics are used in conjunction with high-fidelity neuroimaging and transcranial stimulation. Neuroimagers will locate the specific memory engrams within the subject's brain, and upon reaching those specific engrams, the amnestics will be activated through the use of precise, non-invasive stimulation typically ultrasound ultrasound or magnetic fields. The benefit of Class C amnestics is that they allow for the surgically precise removal of memories regardless of when they form, and are ideal for expunging classified data from the minds of D-class personnel and neutralized humanoid SCPs prior to their release. The major drawback of Class C amnestics is the required equipment's lack of portability. As such, Class C amnestics are most efficiently administered at Foundation sites, although mobile amnestic field clinics are currently under development. Class D, progressive retrograde for the removal of early memories. Class D amnestics are the opposite of Class B's. They target the oldest memories first and work their way forward, the effects depending on dosage. As this is a fairly niche application, Class D amnestics are rarely used. Though they are, by design, more potent than their counterparts, it still requires an extremely high dosage to expunge a significant portion of a subject's life. As such, their risk of side effects is dangerously high. It should be noted that Class D amnestics only target explicit memories. Implicit memories, namely skills that the individual learned in their youth, will remain unaffected. Class E, Enui. To induce psychological complacency with the anomalous. 
To be frank, ennui isn't actually the proper term for the psychological effects of classy amnestics. They would be more accurate, accurately be considered an anti-nostalgia drug, I guess. Though they still target the neural pathways for memories, they do not deconsolidate them. Rather, they merely weaken the pathways while dissociating the memory with any emotions, positive or negative, removing any incentive to think about it, and thus allowing it to naturally decay on its own. Basically, if you think fondly of something, you won't think fondly of it anymore. You'll just remember that it exists, and you won't think about it anymore, because you don't have a reason to. Classy amnestics are most effective in situations where the suppression of the anomalous is not possible, and thus, in order to preserve normality, the, anom the anomaly must be perceived as normal. Classy amnestics cause subjects to accept the world as, as it is, and forget that it was ever any different. Class F, Fugue. As with the old Class F, these amnestics induce a fugue state, or dissociative amnesia, in the subject. The subject will forget their entire identity and may be provided by a new one by the amnestics officer, or allowed to develop one on their own. Class G, we're getting worse and worse here. Class G, <laughs> Gaslighting. Yeah. To cause the subjects to doubt the authenticity of their memories. Class G amnestics induce derealization of memories, making them seem fan fantastic or dreamlike, causing the subject to doubt their authenticity. Standard field Class G amnestics are formulated to target memories of the anomalous and are best administered when the subject lacks any tangible evidence of their account or targeting specific memories is unfeasible and targeting specific memories is unfeasible. Class G amnestics that target non-anomalous memory, however, crossed out have been banned by the ethics committee uh, and... Uh, uncrossed out, are currently under development at the request of the O5 Council. Class H, Enterograde, to prevent the formation of new memories. Class H amnestics prevent the subject from forming new memories, blocking memory consolidation for as long as the agent is in the subject system. Duration is depending on dosage, with 75 milligrams lasting for approximately 24 hours on average. Mm. Class I, Transient, for inducing a temporary amnesiac, amnesic, amnesic state. Class 1 amnestics induce transient amnesia by blocking the neural pathways responsible for long-term memories, temporarily preventing subjects from recalling their past. Duration is dependent on dosage, again with 75 milligrams lasting approximately 24 hours on, on average. Class W through Z are ones that, are, that really only ever come up in tales um, of the memetics division, which are pretty good. Um, Mnestics. That's M-N-S... M-N-E-S-T-I-C-S. -E Protection against anti-memetic and other uh, mnemonic anomalies. Class W to Z refers to nestic drugs, or drugs that prevent slash reverse memory erasure. They're anti-amnestics, uh, and are most commonly used by the anti-memetics department. Though in function they are the opposite of amnestics, they both work by targeting the neural pathways for memory, allowing for the creation of non-anomalous mnestic drugs. Class W, amnestics allow the subject to perceive and retain knowledge of anti-memes, things that you'll forget. You could use that to remember SCP-055. In addition to general memory enhancement, Class X restores awareness of, or of previously perceived anti-memes or suppressed memories. You could remember 055 if you, uh, even when you couldn't see it, uh, like from a past memory. Class Y grants the subject perfect recall for any memories gained during its period of offense, and uh, which basically means... Uh, photographic memory, and a single dose of Class Z renders the subject biochemically incapable of forgetting anything uh, for the remainder of their lives. Class Zs are invariably fatal, with death by seizure typically resulting in a matter of hours. Combining amnestic, amnestic, combining amnestic and mnestic drugs is not recommended. 
Don't take a class Z because you'll remember everything and your brain can't hold that much. <laughs> okay, now there's an ethics letter that, um... Oh my god, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... This is information. This is reading. This is fun. Um, fun. Report to Overseer Council regarding the ethics of non-anomalous amnestics. Overseers, though I am well aware of the numerous ethical and practical drawbacks of conventional amnestics, I regret to inform you that a previously unforeseen complication of non-anomalous amnestics has recently come into light. The very fact that they are non-anomalous makes it possible for civilians to create their own crude amnestic drugs. How the formulas were leaked is still being investigated, but the fact remains that people are now cooking up street amnestics as it in improvised labs like crystal meth. Sexual assault is, as one would imagine, the most common crime it is implicated in, but it's no doubt used to cover all sorts of abuse, criminal, corporate, and government alike. Some people take it willingly to try and expunge their own unwanted memories, but even then, the strength of the street formulas vary wildly. Individuals who overdose will end up with enormous chunks of random memories missing, sometimes crucial implicit memories, and are reduced to vegetative states. Bad batches mm. are all too common, resulting in permanent brain damage or even death. Rumors of how they are being used by numerous authoritarian regimes are rampant. But since I wasn't able to confirm any of these horror stories myself, I wouldn't bother repeating them here. The media has dubbed this outbreak of amnestic abuse the forgotten epidemic, and it's our fault. We made this stuff, and it's because of our negligence on the streets. Surely we have some responsibility to ameliorate this abuse. I recommend that we delay the full implementation of non-anomalous amnestics until we have determined the source of the security breach and taken measures to prevent a second occurrence in the future. The foundation should fund the efforts of law enforcement to track down street amnestic producers and then administer Class C amnestics to work the formulas from their minds. The old amnestics may not have been perfect, but the human cost of using them has already been dwarfed by their non-anomalous equivalents. If we make it a priority, we can get this stuff off the street and bring the forgotten epidemic to an end. Dr. Blank. A letter from 054 says, Dr. Blank, thank you for bringing this matter to our attention. As regrettable as this situation may be, the fact that these street amnestics are not anomalous places their illicit use well outside the Foundation's authority. By unanimous vote, the, UF, the O5 Council has decided that the new generation of non-anomalous amnestics will be deployed as scheduled, and that no Foundation resources will be diverted to prevent or regulate their use among civilians. Hmm. This is a good example of the Foundation is cold, not cruel. They only care about messing with anomalies. They won't put any resources towards non-anomalous things. Which is this. So, yeah, I did the Cognito Hazard episode. Um, like I said, <laughs> I would a week ago. But it's... We um, got to it, you know. Yeah. It <laughs> we came around. It, it, we got there. Um, it's... So, again, Cognito Hazards are something that poses as a danger when sensed. Mimetic things are infectious information that triggers anomalous behavior or effects. All mimetic agents are Cognito Hazards, inherently. Info Hazards are triggered simply if you know about it. Um generally an object and amnestics are things that make you forget monastics are things that make you remember that's basically it and we hope you remember this episode actually no we <laughs> hope you forget it so you listen to it again yeah oh good point over and over <laughs> please are there auditory amnestics no okay <laughs> uh, let's ignore that forget that part um <laughs> and that's basically all we got today, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, you say all we got. It's it's We've been doing this for almost an hour, you know? Yeah, I think this is our <laughs> longest one so far. It probably is. Yep. I'm going to um, be honest. I'm going to be honest. Um, I may have been on Twitter for the past five minutes, but you don't know that. So oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> all right. Next week is 
two things that kind of go together, and then we're in the home stretch of uh, going away. The next weeks are what are end of the world scenarios and MTFs, and then after that are the big are um, what are is what are tales, which is really fun because we're just gonna do some tales readings of various tales, um, mm-hmm. which is just I'm not gonna say what they are. Listen to the episode. Um, and then after <laughs> that, we're gonna do at least the first episode of what is SCP-001. That one might be mm, one that yeah. comes back later because there are 15 of them, and each of them could probably be stretched out to about an hour if you tried. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and get two or three done in an episode. But next week is End of the World Scenarios and MTFs, um, which we kind of already touched on the MTF part, but yeah, we should be able to um, get things done. And Go then ahead. after that, we're going to move on to uh, uh, Groups of Interest, which is fun. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's been about it. Uh, that's, that's about all for now. Thank you once again for listening to the podcast uh i have been your host david and i'm your co-host soren i i real quick i want to notice that's something i notice uh i i always say host and you always say co-host and i always feel bad about it afterwards <laughs> and then i i don't correct myself so i'm your co-host i'm your co-host david and that's your co-host and i'm your host soren. Uh, yes <laughs> and that is all for now we will see you guys next week see you next Bye. week